Hello, 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 everyone. Good morning. It's looking like a rainy morning for some reason. Um, hold on. I actually want to check the weather now. Um, there's supposed to be lightning storms later. That's so cool. Um, yeah, so looking like a kind of a dark morning to be honest um welcome back this is episode number three of the beyond the flick podcast um just before we start go ahead and get yourself something to something to eat something to drink i got myself a little uh uh lipton green tea right here Ah. yeah go ahead and Get yourself a little something, get relaxed, and just go ahead and listen in. Uh, Today in this episode, I want to go ahead and talk about um, Kang the Conqueror and why the MCU decided to choose him as the big bad for this saga titled The Multiverse Saga. It's a perfect title. If you're talking about Kang the Conqueror, that is the perfect title for a saga. Uh, Just like the Infinity Saga was the perfect title for Thanos. Amazing. Amazing title. So, let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and get into the origin of Kang. That is the first topic that I want to start off with. Um... So I'm going to talk about the origin of Kang in the comics, and then I'm going to talk about uh, what we know about the origin of our our uh, MCU Kang. And so, in the comics, his original name is Nathaniel Richards. Um, he's his most accurate origin is in Avengers issue number 90, 290, 269. Nice. Uh, he essentially in this issue he just becomes really bored with uh the reality that he's living in and he really wanted absolute power and so he thought what better way to do it than control all of time he built a time machine went to different time periods and would go by a certain alias in whatever respective uh, time period he traveled to like for example his first ever p- time period he traveled to was 800 bc which was ancient egypt um, p- uh, period and so he went by the name of a real pharaoh rama tut and he ruled there until the fantastic four found them and uh um and he fled so now, th- so that is what we know about our comic king. That's just like a little brief summary about the comics king. What we really want to know is the MCU king. That is the guy that we want to know about because that's the one that we're getting. And so it's honestly pretty similar to the comic book king, but um, this king. Jonathan Majors, uh, his He Who Remains variant. 
was a scientist who discovered multiple universes stacked adjacently on top of each other. Like he said in the Loki TV show, if you watched that last episode, if you haven't, I would recommend go watching it or else you're not going to know who Kang is. In the end scene, in the end scene of Loki, he who remains is basically uh, the MCU's like Kang Prime or Immortus version of Kang where he controls all of time, which is what the TVA is and why sylvie like sees them as evil because it seems like dictatorship which it, it kind of is uh, to be honest it, it really is like dictatorship you even see it like the propaganda all over the walls the uh little ads everything like that it's it's all propaganda and uh it's kind of how a dictatorship country is ran so uh yeah immortus is basically Kang's final form. He controls all of time. He knows what's going to happen before it happens, stuff like that. And that's just a brief little thing about Immortus. Just know that Immortus is very powerful. Very powerful. And so, going back to the origin of this this Kang, Kang Prime... Uh, he created a portal to these other realities so he could connect with his variants, his other variants of himself, of course, and it worked. Multiple variants would come through the portal and all the variants, including our He Who Remains Kang, would share knowledge with each other, combine technology um, to benefit their respective universes. And it was working good, you know, like he said in the show, you know, it was, it was just nice hair. Oh, you know, uh, nice shirt, something like that. Like, it, it was all good until these evil variants of Kang would start to come through. And to these evil variants, new worlds just meant new land to be conquered. Therefore, it led to a multiversal war breaking out. While trying to end this multiversal war, Prime Kang discovered a creature which he calls Eliath. Um, Eliath is a multiversal creature created from the energy and the terrors of realities and uh, timelines and stuff like that. So the creature is able to consume realities, basically. He can consume realities in their whole entirety. Prime King experimented on Eliath, used it to consume every other reality besides his own, which is technically our own. Uh, the MCU, and ended the multiversal war. So, after Eliath ended these realities, Kang Prime put the timeline in order and created the TVA to keep the timeline in order. Yes, that is correct. The MCU is basically in a time loop. I will talk about more of that, because it is kind of crazy. That it will, It's not crazy, because... In the show, that is how he knows everything before it's even going to happen. So, um, yeah, time loop, MCU. Uh, this is why, in Loki, he knows everything that is going to happen. The Avengers he knew about before they even formed, he knew that the Ancient One would show Doctor Strange the multiverse. He knew that Thanos would snap out almost an entire world population into dust. 
all a part of his plan. He knew it was going to happen. He allowed it because it didn't mess with time. He knew that the Avengers would time travel, no, would find out about time travel, time travel back, get the stones, bring everyone back. Kang knew that this would happen. But he allowed everything to happen, even that time travel stuff. Because it, not even just the time travel stuff, the ancient one showing Doctor Strange the multiverse. He knew all this would happen because it keeps time flowing. No branches were created, anything like that. It simply just keeps time going and in a loop. So even Tony Stark knew about him. Like, maybe not by name, but he knew that someone was out there probably controlling all of time. And I'm assuming he he knew this by while doing his time travel research um you actually see it in the wakandan files the wakandan files i will leave a link to the wakandan files because actually i'm not even sure where it's found but i actually i watched a youtube video about it of how in these wakandan files like tony says um you know is uh talking or sending a message to like Bruce and stuff, and how this could be it, be the end, and this could be like the end of time as we know it, and we have to be, we're gonna be as cautious as we can with these events, and just try to get back home in one piece and keep time in order. I guess is essentially what he was saying, and he also is just like, I don't really care, like if if we mess up time, because we just want everyone back, so. He knew that if anything went the wrong way, that it could lead to an eventual multiversal war. And I'm assuming Iron Man knew about the multiversal war that happened. Um, obviously, they just never talked about it. But you even see like Iron Man's helmet in our King Prime's uh, little office or whatever you actually see iron man's helmet in the background his little uh tem pad right doesn't it look a little bit like tony stark's endgame uh like wrist device it does like you look at it and then you look at tony's wrist device and it's like huh okay so I think Kang is one of those people that um, really respects Iron Man and stuff like that. So, just like Thanos did, Thanos respected Iron Man a lot. But yeah, uh, basically, even though um, He Who Remains controls all of time, he doesn't necessarily have absolute power, though. The reason is that there's variance. There's things that can get out of order. So that's why he created the TVA. The TVA hunts these wild variants um, and uh, any threats to the timeline. Just like when Loki... An example of a variant is Loki... Um, taking the Tesseract and going somewhere else. 
that wasn't supposed to happen because it already happened, right? And that's why he's a variant and that's why he's in the TVA is because he, that, that just, that wasn't supposed to happen. And those are the type of people that the TVA hunt and basically prune them because like most of them pretty sure yeah all of them eventually get pruned they do it so that um it keeps the timeline in order and everything so pretty cool honestly but really really sad in a sense because these are still people these are still people that are getting basically sent to this hell because they did something that they didn't know that they weren't supposed to do it's crazy because like even if someone just for some reason stepped the wrong way that's enough to create a branch in um the timeline so uh, someone could even be sent to the tva because of that just um something even little like that can create a nexus event and it's absolutely crazy king however has kept the timeline in order uh in this castle at the end of the at the end of time essentially is what they say and he's done it for millions of years you think about that that's that's a long time i don't even think i could do that for if i had all that power too i don't even think i could do that for two years <laughs> but it, it he does he did it because it was his responsibility he's the one that created all these kings and he's the reason why this multiversal war even happened and so he knew that it was his job to keep this timeline in order that's why he says like you're welcome because he did truly even though it's really bad like the way he keeps the timeline in order is really bad the way he runs the tva is uh, i mean good like he keep he keeps the timeline in order but his actions the way everything is done at the tva it's it's depicted as very bad and that the dictatorship is actually a nod to the comics because that's how king rules and so he's basically just tired he's a tired old man that doesn't want to do it anymore he wants to either be dead or like he offers sylvie and loki um full control of the tva and so he doesn't mind if sylvie kills him or if they take over the tva they don't he doesn't care anymore he knows that his death will lead to a multiversal war but he's done all he could and he just doesn't care anymore and obviously if sylvie and loki ended up taking over the tva that probably could have led to a multiversal war too if they didn't do it the way that Kang did. Because you know if they ended up running the thing, it was not going to be the same as Kang. They would have done it differently and I feel like that would have led to another multiversal war anyways. So either way, I think Kang knows if he dies or he lets them run it, it's just going to lead to another war. But at this point, he just doesn't care. He's 
he feels like humanity is is lost and they need to find themselves basically but good good thing is this is where we get kang the conqueror this is where we get him and obviously we're gonna see him kang the conqueror in ant-man and the wasp quantumania and from from what jonathan major said at comic-con there will be conquering everyone started freaking out i did too that was pretty crazy that was super awesome that was so badass but yeah okay now i want to get on to uh time traveling and recruiting other evil variants of himself i'm just basically going to be going on to the comics and how it worked with that so he has this time portal uses it to go and recruit other evil variants of himself uh to join him in his conquering because some of these variants that he creates by doing these little adventures or stuff like that these variants are avengers level threat variants just by themselves and now like thanos was an avengers level threat by himself right just imagine hundreds of him thousands of him even millions the avengers would not be a thing (laughs) if there were millions of thanos's all at war with the avengers yes there's a lot of avengers and a lot of these avengers have armies sorry i guess wakanda just no because there's wakanda and then there's all the sorcerers and stuff so it's like the avengers would be toast but like you think about it kane could go back in time and recruit not just like himself he can do it to like any mcu villain ever thanos ultron okay maybe maybe those options are a little unrealistic because thanos wanted like rebirth ultron wanted extinction uh neither of them really wanted to rule um however maybe villains such as like eric killmonger who took over wakanda the scrolls who can infiltrate an entire planet and no one would even know or maybe even the Scarlet Witch, who nearly destroyed Thanos by herself. You know, the possibilities are endless. And there's just so many things that Kang could do simply just by time traveling and turning these versions of these characters into an agent of Kang, in a sense. And it's just crazy. And speaking of agent of Kang... Agents of Kang, I want to go ahead and go into the Council of Kangs. And so, the first few of the Kang variants started a group called uh, the Council of Kangs, which is what they're referred to as in the comics by Marvel. Uh, What the Council does is determine when to attack, how to attack, and who to attack. Uh, Their goal was to get rid of any redundant Kangs or Kangs that were divergent counterparts. And these divergents were or these divergent kangs were created every time kang went on one of his time adventures and that's what i was saying that that last little thing right there was every time he takes one of these adventures he creates a kang he creates another kang 
And he realized that every time he had gone on one, he would create numerous amount of divergent realities. And Kang was just, you know, furious with these different versions of self calling him, calling them the lesser versions of him. And he started the Council of Kings to dispose of these counterparts. And Kang, so Kang the Conqueror, or Kang Prime, uh, however, knew that these lesser variants were uh, very clever. So he would recruit, he would recruit a few of them to join the Council of Kings, making them think that they were a part of his plan. Which they actually weren't. They were just going to die eventually. <laughs> so, because he wanted to be the absolute ruler. And so, in Avengers number 269, the council had slain many of their counterparts, and the King Prime would create robot versions of these slain kings to replace them so he could be in in control of them this literally shows that kang had the power to rule any of the empires of kang in existence this is where we get the kang dynasty that is why this upcoming fifth avengers movie is called the kang dynasty we're gonna get that we're gonna get that in the mcu and i cannot wait cannot wait i um i knew about i've known about the council of kings for a while now and uh like that just i am so glad that we're getting that on the big screen because you know just just the little things like the kings arguing or you know an argument gets out of hand they kill one another something like that you know it's gonna be so awesome to see, and I, I cannot wait to see what uh, Marvel Studios does with these movies. I am a little scared, though, because Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars come out in the same year, right? I am just scared that they're gonna be rushed. Like, we have so many movies and shows coming out just that year, or sorry, the year before that how are they gonna fit these two humongous movies possibly the biggest of the mcu in this little window you know how are they gonna do that we saw what happened in phase four um a lot of the things in phase four were they just felt rushed like because they we got how many we got Four, we've gotten f four movies. Gonna get five with Wakanda Forever. And about six shows. That's like 10, 11 Marvel projects overall. And every year in phase three, we would get like two, three Marvel projects a year. We're getting 10 in a year. So, and that's how it's going to be for, from now on, is we're getting, like, 10 Marvel projects every year. And I'm just scared that everything's going to be rushed, and there's obviously going to be 
uh, projects that are very well developed and perfect. And, you know, we're going to have those types of Marvel shows or movies, such as Loki, for example. I thought that was a perfect development by Marvel. Absolutely perfect absolutely perfect um moon knight was good it wasn't perfect but it was good okay i'm not i'm not gonna get into my <laughs> reviews of these shows or movies because i actually want to do a list of all of i want to do a, a ranking of all the phase four projects um in a an eventual episode it'll probably be more like the episode six or seven area because I kind of want to wait for She-Hulk to end, so it'll probably be more like episode ten, to be honest, because I want to I want to wait for She-Hulk, um, so I can fit that in the ranking. Uh, yeah, that's really just what scares me about um, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars is that I I just hope it it's not too close together to where it'll feel rushed. But, honestly, I don't think it'll be, because those are going to be possibly two of the biggest MCU movies ever. So, praying that those are so good. Praying that those are the best movies we ever get. Very excited for those. Um, Alright, that should conclude this episode. Um, if you guys haven't, go ahead and go watch episode 2. I talk about all the trailers that we got at Comic-Con 2022. And we got a lot. We got a lot of trailers uh, that I talk about in there. It's about like a 35-minute episode. Something like that. Around like the usual time. This one's a bit shorter because it's just... I'm just talking about Kang. Um, and just like the origin of him. Just so you, you people that don't know about Kang get an understanding of him and I hope that I explained it well if y'all have any more questions go ahead and DM me on my Instagram or Twitter or even send me an email I don't I don't mind uh my Instagram Twitter at beyond the flick Gmail I will leave that in the um show notes and yeah, that should be all for today. I hope y'all have a great rest of your day, all right? And hopefully your day is not as cloudy as mine looks. Um, but yeah, I hope y'all have a great rest of your day, all right? And I'll catch you in the next episode where I'm going to be changing things up a bit. going to be talking about the DC and stuff like that. So, all right. It is I, Caleb, and I'm out. Later. Later.